Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50. <laughs> For a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Uh, folks at home, folks at home, how you doing? Welcome back to Ike Live. This is the Fish My City special coming to you on a lovely Wednesday night. Uh, man, we've got a great cast joining us tonight. In fact, it is the entire field production team from Fish My City. Uh, and it's so, so great to have these guys back on. Um, if you've got questions tonight about anything you hear, from technical questions to questions about something you saw in Fish My City, anything at all, please hit us up right there on the IM next to your screen. You could also ask the question through social media at Ike Live Show. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Pete, give me an honest opinion. Scale from 1 to 10. 10 being the best, rate Fish My City. I thought you were talking about your pants. Rate his pants. Rate my <laughs> pants first. These are salmon. <laughs> Dave, let me say it one more time. Yeah. Salmon. Yeah, the name colored alone. Colored pants. That's a solid 9.5. On the pants. pants. They've been a big hit on the message board tonight. <laughs> But <laughs> the show's a 3-2, but the pants are a 9-5. You wouldn't know because Eric didn't mention them once. <laughs> <laughs> but some of it was content we could That's because he ate, his, he ate his balls off like the beaver. Yeah. <laughs> he can't talk. He's in pain back there. Poor Eric. I, I got to say about the show, though, um, unless you want to talk more about Eric's balls. No, no. You get, mm -mm, mm -mm, yeah. no probably not. <laughs> the... Uh, I really like the National Geo um, take on the show because we haven't really seen much of that in a lot of the other fishing shows that, you know, where um, – who was the – it was Henry VI, the the king of England. Yeah. Like he had – he was the first one to uh, put regulations on fishing, have fishing seasons to protect this stuff, you know, 500 years ago, you know. And, Meanwhile, uh, he was probably catching them by the bushels and just pitchforking them. No, nah, he was too busy yeah. with all his women. He had yeah. like six yeah. wives Wasn't and Henry girlfriends. I, I don't remember, but Henry I, VIII. I remember. I, I, I liked Henry hearing VIII. about that. This I liked guy with the song. I liked hearing about the canals, how that, why the canals were dug in uh, Miami, and uh, how you take the time to, you know, learn a little bit about, you know, exactly what's taking. But New York City. I mean, I learned things about very Ellis cool Island yeah, very and, cool facts. and and the other little island where they took the sick people. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't know any of that stuff. The oysters. It's, it's, yeah. I think that's a really cool part of the show. So, you know, I, I got a, a, I like the show. You that's know, awesome. I, I give it a high score. You yeah. know, 8.5, 9. I like it. I appreciate you know? that. And the reality of it is, Becky, we mentioned this before, the Nat Geo Wild uh, demographic, uh, the, per, the, the person that watches Nat Geo Wild, their main audience are women, mm -hmm. and specifically older women, like 40 to 70-year-old you, you women. Up, you pick up any cougar stalkers? No cougar stalkers yet, but I <laughs> I, th I didn't I didn't think yes. about it till now. What about this campaign? Can we get everybody's mom to watch? Brian, can we get Dot and Mert to watch? Can we get everybody to watch, Pete? Can we get moms to watch? Uh, yeah, I think my, my, my mom and dad love that, you know, that nature show yes. stuff, that nature angle. I'll get them watching it. Dave, you think your mom might watch it? Uh, she watches. 
She does. Yeah. She she's really seen the show. She, she likes the uh, she likes your show. She thinks this show is completely stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Though. Uh, she'll tell me too. She'll be like, "I I put it on the other night. You sound like a goddamn idiot." You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Confirmation yeah. that Ike Live is idiotic. Yeah. I love it. I'd agree with that. You know, my, I, I like the, I like the, I like Miami. After you caught the sailfish, they had the drone in the air and the yachts doing the donuts. Oh, dude, he did the burnout. Yeah, that's wasn't pretty, that, that awesome. Rad, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 been great, and um, you know, it had it had to be, the show had to be creatively a more than efficient show, and mm-hmm. I and I think these guys. Uh, you know, Rob and Wendell, um, the editors, uh, you know, the folks at Nat Geo Wild. I think they came up with a strategy that's a good all-around show that would appeal to people that fish and hopefully appeal to people that don't fish, you know. So mm-hmm. I hope it has enough of that in there I think people I, I like think it really show. does. And you talk about, like I said, the, the, the fish. You talk about lateral lines. You talk about yep. um, how, the, how the carp got there. Yep. In the first place, yeah, that crazy, that yep. crazy orange cichlid, or yeah, Midas cichlid, yeah, yeah, how how that got there, that, big ass bump on his head that yeah. happens right around the spawn, that's a rad- radical catch, right? yeah, neat stuff, it is neat stuff. Um, Becky, real quick, let's remind everybody watching, we have a show right on the heels of a new one, yeah, this coming Friday, <laughs> 10 p.m. Eastern time, 9 p.m. Central time, yes, we have the Taipei Taiwan show airing, yes. Okay, I want you to answer a question for everybody. We get this question a lot. A lot of people, um, we see it through social media, say, I know it's on Nat Geo Wild, but how do I find it? Where, what, what channels Nat Geo Wild on my network? Or how do I get it? Can you point them in a direction? Where do they, what do they, where do they go need, need to go look at to find out where it's at? We were actually checking Wikipedia for people, because Wikipedia, if you search Nat Geo Wild, it does list all the stations and the numbers, like yeah. depending on who your provider is. Yeah. So that's what we were using. But, I mean, if anyone specifically cannot find it, um, just send us a message through Facebook, and we'll help you find it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, because I know that's it's different. There's some, I, I can't say a station, because every provider is different. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's 109 on my, my deal. 109? Yep. Or I push the button. Or push the watch, button and talk, watch, talk into it. Watch Fish My City. Yeah. Boom. Do you, does it, right does I it, talk my remote. I have no idea what, what number anything is on there. Yeah. I talk it and the mm-hmm. kids do the same thing. It's really bad yeah. that we do that. I just want to uh, jump in and, and wish uh, a good friend of ours, Pat Renwick, a happy birthday. <clears throat> oh, happy birthday, Pat. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yes, well, Pat's, Pat uh, Renwick Pat in the turns, house. Uh, 55 today. Wow. Um, but, yeah, he's very happy that we're doing a show tonight on top of his birthday show tonight. Wow. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Damn. He's got Dave Mercer on, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, anybody's ah, really bored. Just Mercer. He's just wow. a Canadian. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Another Canadian. Just another Canadian. We had a Canadian on already. Just another Canadian. Those Canadians. Yeah. You know how they are. Happy birthday, Pat. Yeah, happy birthday, Pat. Pat, I'll tell you, Pat doesn't look a day over, what, 20, 27, right. in my opinion. <laughs> With that long, luscious hair. Yeah. yeah. Reminds me of just, uh, you know, an old rocker. He's you know what I mean? Dude, it looks like Vince Neil 40 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> 40 years from now? Oh it's like Vince Neil with a time machine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> if, if Vince had a harder life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Chernob- Sorry, Chernobyl Vince. <laughs> Chernobyl Vince. 
Happy birthday, Pat. <laughs> Chernobyl. <laughs> He's been Nobody through some nuclear fallout. Yeah, you know. Pat, you look for being through nuclear fallout. You look yeah, yeah, tremendous. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah, yeah, great for a nuclear fallout. <laughs> he looks like the smallmouth on the Upper Susquehanna. Jeez, Louise. Um, <laughs> Remember how mad Pete got when we ripped the Susquehanna that time? Remember, like, we mentioned, like, that it was on decline because of the poison. Oh, like, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, yeah. Very defensive. Yeah, he was, man. All your guide business going down the tubes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Because Pete's thinking in his mind, he's like, oh, shit. I'm going to be stuck fishing that shitty Delaware River yeah, the rest of my and life. He, he did yeah. a YouTube video next week. He was, like, filling up his, like, water bottle, like, drinking <laughs> Susquehanna water. <laughs> Proves how clean it was. I, I, yeah. I spend a lot of my life undoing what's done on this show. <laughs> what's been done to me on this show. <laughs> um, I think we about got them set up. We're, we're trying to Skype in two guys at one time. Okay. I think it's uh, Tom. Yeah. Tom, is it? I don't think you have your camera on, Tom. Okay. We're, we're, we're going to get this figured out in a second. What, before, while we're working to get these guys on, I do want to jump in and, and tell you, Pete, that um, when I watch the show, and like I said, I'm the biggest critic. Of, of this show because I was in it. I was involved in it every day. Um, the thing that, and, and Becky, the first show, first time we saw the show on our big TV, the original airing, I looked over at you and you looked at me and we were like, dude, this is beautiful. Like the cinematography of the show, the, the film work in this show is really to me one of the highlights of the project, right? I mean, I, I look at it and it's it's like nothing I've ever been involved in. You know, it's at a, it's at a totally different level, shot in a way that, that you know that I've never been involved in a project that was shot like that. And you know, just like Rob and Wendell, sort of have that talent to be able to create a story. Mike and Tom, we're gonna hear from these guys in a second have that same talent and that same vision when it comes to to cinematography, when it comes to the film mm-hmm. side of it. And it's special because I, I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like I've sh- I've shot shit on my on my Yi camera, you know, POV stuff. And I, I don't have that eye that these guys have. It's and it's it's a talent. And when I look at this show and the success of the show, a lot of it's based off of uh, off of the film on it, the it, film work. Now did you? Do I remember this correctly? They shot it on actual film. Well, they didn't shoot on film. We're gonna let these guys talk about it, but they did. Uh, Rob was was really fought for it early on to get it um, filmed in a different, so it didn't look like a regular fishing show. You know, it it had that more movie feel to it. You know, yeah, it's like movie. Quality. Yeah, and we're. And okay. we're I'm using probably the wrong terms, but that's how it was. Explained yeah, and we're gonna, we'll get these guys to talk about it a little bit, uh, but. It was uh, it was amazing for me. It was amazing for me to 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 watch these guys and to sit back and watch what what watch what they did. And I asked a lot of questions. You know what I mean? I was I was a, sort of a student trying to learn. You know uh, what to learn what these guys did to learn how they did it. The equipment they used, Dave, it's insane. And I want to get these guys to talk a little bit about it. But you know, you you would think. You know, maybe, you know, you, like I imagine these giant dinosaur cameras almost like rolling in on trucks. Dude, the equipment's gotten smaller. It's gotten more manageable. Um, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Nelson, who we're going to talk to in a second, shot a lot of amazing stuff on this Osmo camera, which is a really small handheld camera, sort of with a, uh, like a eyeball, moving eyeball. 
Um, it, it was amazing. You know, it was amazing to see how technology, how these guys are using technology to to create uh, amazing stuff. You uh, know, are these guys contractors for Nat Geo? Are they are they employed by Nat? No, most of these guys, including like Ro- Robin Wendell and 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 Mike and Tom, they they're freelancers. You know what I mean? And and they're their next job is based off of the success of their last job, you know. So you're going to see that. I'll, I'll before these guys come on, I'll run down a little list, and and you'll recognize these names. Um, uh, you know, Tom, by the way, is Emmy award-winning uh, director of photography. Uh, some of the projects that Tom, Tom's worked on, give you some, Pete, that you might know. He's worked with David Chang, uh, world-famous uh, chef. He's worked with Chelsea Handler. He's done projects for Netflix, Animal Planet, HBO. I mean, list goes on and on. Uh, Mike Nelson uh, has worked on some amazing shows. Uh, he's worked on Born This Way, Ugly Delicious, Meet the Peets. Was that you, Pete? Was that your show? <laughs> no, that wasn't mine. I think Pete was spelt different, the other Pete. Uh, and Billy the Exterminator. Spelt. Yeah, uh, spelt. <laughs> Is that another Philly word? Spelt? It's one of our stuff. It's like smelt and spelled together. Smelt. Uh, Billy the Exterminator is another one he's worked on. So these guys have worked on, on real stuff. The other thing we're going to talk to Nelson about, he's worked on a lot of extreme sports, a lot of action sports. Mm-hmm. So he had a leg up when it came to filming fishing because filming fishing is a little different than filming some of the normal stuff that you see out there. You know what I mean? Right. There's a lot more... There's a lot more stuff going on. There's a lot more movement. There, balance is always an issue, you know. You, I, I want, I want to wait till Tom gets on and we'll talk about. No, nah, uh, come on, introduce him already. Oh, you want me to introduce? I was waiting. I'm trying to tell you, I can't talk to him, but through the microphone. Oh. He's just droning on. Well, I, all thought, I was waiting to see a picture of Tom up here. I can't talk to him. Tell, oh. him. tell him, turn your mic on. Oh, Tom, turn your mic on. There you go. Tom, turn your mic on. <laughs> turn your mic on. Okay, his mic's on because I heard Tom. All right, I'm just gonna. I'm no, just gonna. Turn, turn your. I'm sorry. Turn your camera. Oh, on. turn your camera on, Tom. Yeah. It was the longest introduction ever, Mike. Well, I, no, because Brian, you threw you me off. Clear, Brian. You weren't clear. I was oh, thought you. you I thought you wanted page? me to talk until I saw Tom's yeah, face. You look at me. I'm on there. To give you hands well, that's why I said we don't need this booth here. <laughs> we got to open up this wall. I agree. Okay. Oh, Lord. Whatever. All right. I'm just going to introduce these guys. Ah, I see him, finally. Bell Jesus, five. after the longest introduction in the world. Um, <laughs> you guys, you're dealing with a very, very, even though we've been doing this for five years, now, this is a very, very, very backwards podcast. Let me tell you. Webcast ever. Very, very backward webcast. Uh, with the longest introduction in the world, now I finally see these guys. Man, I'm so happy to have them on. Uh, these are the guys that created the magic that you see in Fish My City. Uh, and I also consider them great friends. Um, Tom Curran and Mike Nelson are with us. Tom and Nelson. How you doing, guys? How did you like that introduction? That was pretty good. You know, I, I, I did hear the word talent attached to Warsaw and Wendell's name. Was I hearing that right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I actually meant talent there, but uh, they they did okay. They did okay. All right, now yeah. I want to know, first, thing, first things first, where are you guys? We have you two different Skype locations. Tom, where are you at? Are you working somewhere? Are you on set somewhere? And Mike, where are you at? 
I'm I'm actually in ho- at home in Los Angeles. Okay, and, Mike. And I'm out in Connecticut right now on another show. Okay. Do you want to mention the show, or are you under an uh, under a uh, NDA? Oh, it's it's not a big show. It's a, it's a little thing for um, involved with Microsoft, and they they do good charity work. So I'm helping cover that. So. Oh, yeah. I like it. You have the inside to Microsoft stock, like just like Bitcoin. Yeah. Somebody asked me if I got to meet Bill Gates, and not, not even close. <laughs> Now, uh, we were, we were, uh, you heard through the longest introduction in the world, we were talking. I cannot tell you how many people I've talked to, uh, the comments, and we, we sift through the social comments every day. And the first thing that they say is this show is beautiful. You know, these are guys that have watched fishing shows their whole life, and they said, I've never watched a fishing show shot like this before it's so beautiful so guys i wanted to pass that on to you um talk a little bit about talk tom jump in tom and talk a little bit about how you guys film this in in the way because a normal fishing show guys are so used to seeing it shot more it looks more like a sporting sporting program right looks more like a baseball game or a football game but this thing's beautiful it's like a movie talk a little bit about that process and and the film used to shoot the show sure well um you know Early on when I was speaking with Rob and, and Brian and Nelson, you know, we really wanted to, you know, kind of give it that more cinematic look. So you guys were mentioning earlier on, it, it, initially we had to sort of fight for this um, with, with National Geographic, but eventually the guys went out. So we shot it in a frame rate that, you know, dramatic TV is shot in 24 frames. So that takes you out of that you know, that live uh, feeling uh, TV show, which a lot of sports is shot in, understandably. But this, I just, I, I felt all along that this wanted to have a more cinematic feel. So that was the first step, for sure. And um, and then we also were able to bring on, uh, you know, pretty, pretty high-end cinematic glass lenses. Um, and, and really, that makes an enormous difference in terms of how we can work, where we can be when we're filming you, uh, in terms of either close up or a lot of times Mike was off on a secondary boat shooting, you know, 50 yards away sometimes. So, um, that coupled with the drones and Mike flying the drones and like you said, the very small mobile Osmo, you know, we just, I, I think we we're able to, um, you know, kind of paint a canvas uh, that I, I I was pretty happy with that how it reflected what we were seeing out there, you know. Yeah, I, it, it's like I said, it's amazing. It's always one of the first comments you see is how beautiful the show is. People are so responsive to that. Tom, I I don't know if I ever asked you this before. Is Fish My City the first actual fishing show you've ever worked on, or have you worked on fishing projects before? No, I've worked on fishing projects before. I, I shot uh, a pretty long-form documentary on giant bluefin tuna um, back when the tuna were, you know, $20,000, $25,000. I mean, when it was, you know, at its sort of heyday in the 90s. So I spent some time doing that. I also shot my own film on my two brothers that were commercial fishermen. So, you know, you were mentioning just being out on a boat and moving around. For me, uh, for me... The uh, the fun part of the show, along with photography, was just being back out on a boat. You know, just yeah. feeling that rhythm of the ocean and 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 you you're 
an incredibly intense, although you have a lot of fun, but very intense fishermen like my brothers were. So I, you know, I just enjoyed sort of tuning into your energy and, and, you know, when I knew it, it was time to, you know, just back off and, and not interact with you at all or times that I could, you know, get up close for close up coverage. So that whole dance, I really enjoy on a boat because most of it's done without speaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's just sort of felt. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I enjoy that a lot. That's awesome. That, yeah, go ahead, I, got, I got a quick question because, you know, I, I fish professionally. I get seasick, you know, mm-hmm. when it gets nasty out there. I, I get it still. And I can't imagine how difficult it is to have your looking through a lens with all that motion going on. Yeah. Do, do you guys get affected by that? No, so I'll let you jump in. Um, a, a couple of people have asked me that, but I, um, I always shoot with both my eyes open. So I've got one eye in the eyepiece and then one eye that's always scanning the horizon. And I think I've heard other cameramen say that they get nauseous in an eyepiece. And I, I don't know if it's because they've got an eye closed and they don't have a frame of reference, but I feel like because I have both eyes open and I've got one frame of reference that I can stay pretty oriented and I didn't get seasick, um, on any times like in Miami when we were out on the ocean, yeah. I know Wendell and Alex got seasick, but um, I, I pretty good. I mean, most of the ponds and we were on were super calm, so not super an issue. But mm-hmm. Miami was a different story. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and we will go ahead just and throw those two under the bus, Alex and Wendell upchuck multiple times. Is that true? Yes. Come on. Oh, yes, they did, especially Alex. We'll talk oh, yeah. to her later about that. We saw that video. We saw that recently. Yeah. Her just yeah, I think away. we have that. I hope we, we have that in a blooper clip that we could show, and maybe we'll get 100,000 views on it on Facebook. That would be great. Not, not good. <laughs> uh, Mike, I, I I wanted to ask you, I know you, know, I know you worked on extreme sports. You worked on uh, you know a lot of these sports where, you know, skiing, skating, you know, where they're athletes doing this crazy stuff how was working on extreme sports you know versus working on this fishing show was it comparable was it different talk talk, talk to me a little bit about that uh i there's always different challenges i mean i think that the one of the biggest challenges was just trying to coordinate the biggest challenge on your show was shooting boat to boat so I was always on the second boat, and when we're on the boat, it's like I don't have my legs. And so my role as the second cameraman is to be thinking about what Tom is shooting and complimenting his shot. And so it was the most challenging, thinking, uh, seeing where your boat was and what Tom was getting and where you were, and then having to think about where I wanted to be, communicate that to my boat driver, wait for the boat driver to get our boat where it needed to be. And, you know, by that time, it's been a couple, you know, maybe a, a, a full minute, two yeah. minutes, and, you know, yeah. everything's changed then. So it's always doing this small dance of trying to get my boat around where it needs to be, not being in Tom's shop, it's still getting good coverage. And that that was that was the mo- definitely took the most getting used to. Yeah. Now, fishing, you know, a lot of people think it's this very relaxing, calm sport where you sit out and throw a line. And, and, and it's not like that. And I, I know you guys know that you experienced it through this show, but Tom, talk to me a little bit about some of the moments during filming Fish My City that you were like, 
what the hell did I get myself into? In particular, talk a little bit about being in the dinghy in Taiwan. Three guys in an inflatable dinghy with all hell breaking loose. Talk a little bit about that. A little bit about that. The little fat jack boat. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, that was tricky just because we couldn't breathe. I mean, we couldn't move uh, an inch. And when you hooked up finally, as I I remember this, uh, all hell did break loose. And that Mm. was the, that was the, that time I thought we might go in the drink. Actually, I thought perhaps this is the time. Uh, Just because you were, we had been fishing quite a while. And, you know, you were not going to lose that fish, even if it meant that, you know, we, we went in the water. So, um, you know, that that was a close call. I also kind of remember, although this didn't happen to me and, and you and I got a laugh out of it. But when we were on the, the boats in Austin, you know, zinging over the top of the water, the airboats. Yeah. Watching Mike Nelson being thrown around like a rag doll. <laughs> I mean, I felt I felt for him a little bit, but at the same time, it was a, it was it was fun to watch, you know. <laughs> yeah, Mike, how did you feel about that one? By by the way, just to let everybody know, Mike, honestly, we're in jet boats and we're fishing in the Lower Colorado River, and I'm talking yeah. about inches inches of water, rocky shoals, and the boat that Mike was in actually hit something. And and spun. They did a you know they did one of those three sixties. Yeah. And everybody stayed in. Everybody was safe. But well, how was that experience for you, Mike? <laughs> well, that was one of those. So I was on the Osmo that you were saying, and it, it's this little this little mini stabilizer with a camera on it. And I remember I'm filming with this with the Osmo, and it's super smooth. Um, it, it's super smooth footage, and I look at my boat driver and he like lost track of where he was and went to dodge an embankment and we spun out and i remember watching the playback of the footage and the the chaos was completely missed because the stabilizer just held this perfect shot the whole time <laughs> and my boat is and you know you can see like there's kind of commotion going on as we're getting tossed around but then you know after that it was like okay mandatory life jackets and mandatory yes you know you really gonna watch their ass (laughs) yes yes um i i want you to talk about there's a lot of people watching right now that are uh amateur cinematographers right they're they're doing stuff on their own a little bit um talk a little bit about what what were some of the challenges of filming this show what were some of the challenges of trying to capture you know what was really going down Tom, I'm going to start with you. Were there, were there any big challenges for you in the show, and, and how did you address them? Well, I, I think so, Ike. I mean, my, you know, whether you're fishing or, I've, you know, I've shot quite a bit of adventure-style sports or races, and I, I usually find that that when you caught the fish, it was exciting, right? I mean, there was a natural sort of conclusion to the, the story. Yeah. But but for me the the real moments were the moments you weren't catching fish, or where right. we couldn't find the bait, or you know the tide was wrong, or it was dark, or we couldn't see. I mean, all those kind of challenges to me were the moments that I you know that I like because that's now. You know, maybe that isn't shown as much because in those moments maybe you were frustrated, but 
I guess my advice would be, you know, there's there's a certain amount of stuff that you just have to learn by doing in terms of shooting. So my first piece of advice would be shoot as much as you can. Have people look at your footage who, you know, know more than you do. But then maybe the advice that's not so obvious is that, you know, the story is often not the story that you set out to shoot. Right. So a fishing show, we want to see fish. But again, you know, those moments, whether you were frustrated and, you know, hurling a rod past me or you were, you know, just just outright frustrated that, you know, we weren't on the fish. I mean, to yeah. me, that th- those are the moments that I like because yeah. I just felt like the real you came out. Yeah. And it's to me, it's, you know, any in a way, people anyone can catch a fish and film the fish coming in. But what what really counts is, you know, even like a couple times you you were fighting a fish on the bankman and got cut up on your legs and it's like the moments after the fish experience were the to me the, the most interesting moments and yeah. the ones that I think you know if you were string this out in a long form documentary those would be the moments that you know a good camera person good you know cinematographer is going to really be watching for yeah. Mike, switch gears. If if somebody's watching this and they they watch a fish in my city and they love it, and then they're going to go try to shoot something on their own, give them a tip. You know, they're 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 trying to film it themselves with the POV camera with their cell phone. Give them a tip on how they could film their fishing a little bit better. I think um, to to shoot better, it's kind of a labor of love because so we do this as a job, but then also you know in my personal life. I film everything, you know, I, I go out with friends and I like to film stuff, you know, the, the activities that my, me and my friends do. And it, it, your video is going to be as good as the amount of effort you put into it. So if you're on a boat and you take a GoPro and you strap it to the top of, you know, the like over your shoulder on the top of your boat and it's looking down and you just set it and kind of forget it, then, you know, you're kind of, you're going to get what you pay for. You know, you set it and you forget it and maybe it runs out of batteries. Maybe it, you know, it kind of tilts and falls and, you know, you kind of lose track of it. So it's always like a trade off of you're doing the thing you love to do, but if you want to make good video, you have to take some of that energy and put it into the video cup, you know, away from the fishing cup. You got to pour a little into the video cup and, you know, think about the shots that you're shooting think about the angles that you're shooting and think about, you know, the, the frames that you're making. And, um, I think that the more energy you put into thinking in a film and video way, the better the video is going to come out, you know? And, And I think for probably the people watching the show, it would be to find that balance of still having a good time while fishing, but also shooting good stuff. Yeah. That's good. Good answer. Uh, let me remind everybody watching right now, if you've got questions, for Tom or Mike or anything on the show, please hit us up on the IM uh, right there next to your screen or hit us up on our social feed, at Ike Live Show. While I'm talking about that, I checked the uh, Instagram feed, and this is a question for both you guys. This comes from Dave Kashkin, and he said, Tom and Mike, were you ever afraid that Ike was going to hook you in the face while you were filming the show? <laughs> Dave, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to answer that first. Uh, the answer is yes. But then I'm going to follow it up with that that I never went after me with purpose, but he used to use Nelson as a target. I did. I did. I did. I did. Nelson, you want to jump in on that one? 
<laughs> oh yeah. Well, since I was always in the chase boat, I was always like you said, like fifty yards away, and you know I would sit with my hat out like this, and you know Ike likes to do target practice, and you know let's see if we can get it in. <laughs> Uh, you know, make it into the hat, and there we had some pretty close calls. And then he did have the, the right, he, I think he was a little crazy in Miami. On the what you were talking about with Brian and Wendell when we were looking for the was it the snook? Yeah, the snook in the big boat and the biggie small shot. Yeah, boat at night, and you were like, you know what? I'm just gonna cast this big ass lure at the chase boat, and it hit our boat, and you nearly hooked. Um, you nearly hooked uh, Rob, Rob, didn't you? Yeah, I almost hit Rob. Yeah, two ounce, yeah. two ounce jig head. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that was awesome. Uh, I I asked Rob and Wendell a couple of these questions. I want to run it past you guys too, because I would love to hear your thoughts on this one. Um, Tom, I want to start with you. Out sure. of the out of the six shows, Fish My City shows, give me your most memorable show. Which is the one you look back on and you have the fondest memories of? Hmm. You know, they were all, uh, I, I, well, here, this is probably the honest answer. I probably would say New York, uh, because it, it was very familiar. You know, I fished yeah. a lot for striped bass and uh, myself, and I filmed a lot of striped bass, and it was really cool to see you. That isn't, well, is that your natural, that's not your first habitat, but you were so comfortable there. Yeah. And we went out in so many interesting pieces of weather, and not just for the stripers, but for everything, like just the light and the the, the uh, setting, and just being out in Montauk. I think that that was that was my gold ribbon. I'd say. I mean, they were yeah. all of them were uniquely cool, but but for me, that was uh, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, Nelson, give me your most memorable moment. I know there was a lot of. Really amazing and funny shit that happened in the time we spent together. But give me one. If you could pick one out of the six cities, give me your favorite moment. The the the, the day that jumps out at me was um, when we right before we went to Miami, and you you were talking to me about how fortunate we had been on the show, and you were like, Mike, we're going to Miami. You don't you don't understand. We're gonna hook up with some fish in Miami and so I was like oh like I feel like we've been catching a lot of fish like we're gonna I guess we're gonna catch fish in Miami so then when the schedule came out and Brian and Rob were like okay first day in Miami where it's gonna be freshwater species species and we're gonna we're gonna catch all three in one day and I actually haven't seen the episode and I don't know if it if it plays like that but I was like you guys are insane we're gonna catch We're going to go to three different locations, and you're so confident that we're going to hook up with three different species in one day. And I just couldn't believe how fast you were ripping fish out of canals. I I've, I had no idea. Like, I've spent some time in Florida, and I knew that it was, you know, the fishing's good. But that's some good fishing. That that blew me away. Yeah, that that, that was awesome. I, I, I would put my uh, – and, and Wendell said it, and I'd put that as one of my favorite – when we all had a chance to fish together at the pay pool in Taiwan, that was a pretty awesome moment. You know when you say that, one of my favorite times was um, after we caught our what was the the, the big hundred pounder in Miami? A tarpon. Yes. A tarpon. So we got it. You know, we had to be like a, a SEAL team and get it. You know, in the, the before the sun came up, and we got it, and we went home, and then you were like, you know what? The the suns just came up. I'm gonna go fishing, and I said, you know, well. 
I've got nothing to do. Like we're in Miami. Yeah. We got day. I got nothing to do. Can I come with you? And you're like, yeah, let's go. And so I jumped in the boat with you, and we went fishing. And what 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 did we catch it, together? It was like nearly the same time. Yeah, it was very cool. We got into a school of bluefish, snapper yeah. blues. We caught some snappers, and no then kidding. yeah, we also caught a few snook. I know Mike, you had a big giant snook on that came off. I think so you had it on. That was really cool. Yeah, when you took the time. We were like, jump in the boat, let's go fishing, and you know we had a couple hours on the water, and that was that was really cool. Yeah, and you mentioned something real quick. I want to bring up and uh, the night scenes that are in this mm. show and you know to, to me when i look back at it um i still am amazed by that because i remember saying you know they're like we're going to film at night in london we're going to film at night i'm like at night I'm like how the hell are you guys going to light this up shot. and yeah. how are you going to get that shot and do what you guys did to capture that at night is is mind-blowing talk to me a little bit about that tom i i'm so amazed still is that that glass you're talking about? Is that how does how do you guys make it? Because it was so alive at night. How do, how did you capture that? It, it I yeah, Mike. I mean, it is partly the cameras, partly the lens. Um, um, also a bit where we're in relationship to you. But I think the tarpon was the most exciting yeah. because that captain yeah. was so animately against any noise and any light. I mean, that was that was a really cool challenge. And again, the advantage of having worked with you a couple of shows before that, like I remember when we got out there and you hooked up immediately. Remember that? I mean, it was just like he put us right on the fish and the, that big fish was like, boom. And I, you're like, is that, is that thing going out? Not, I mean, it just happened... So that that's I don't know whether it's night or day. Night is more challenging. Yeah. But just that moment where like and there's no second take on this. Yeah. You know, that that's the part that's really cool. Yeah. So um, I don't I I found all and and when you're shooting at night, focus becomes super critical because you're you know you're shooting wide open on the lens so everything's open. But you know, let me just say one thing. So the guys, just a, a, a shooting tip, if you're on a lens that you can control your exposure, if you're, we shot this show, whether night or day, we shot it wide open purposely, meaning the lens was wide open. And that would give a, that would give a purposeful smear or the backgrounds out of focus a little bit. Now on the very wide shots, of course, we'd see where you are or when Mike had the drone up so we could get our, our bearings. But in those more intimate moments where you were fishing, Ike, you know, we that was that was kind of by design. I think it was yeah. pretty successful. So it sort of pulls you out of the environment. Yeah. It gives it a little bit more of a, a polished look. So no matter what camera you're on, if you're on a still camera or a DSLR, you know, you can control that. And a lot of times you just have to stack more neutral density in front of the lens. But if, if you do that, you'll have that fall off in focus, which... It's pretty, you know, it's pretty pleasing to the eye. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, we're gonna, you know, we've been talking a lot of serious talk, Pete, uh, with with Mike and Tom, and you know, this is the Ike Live show, of course, you know, and and uh, this is a silly podcast. So, I think it's I think it's the right time, guys, to invite you to play a game with us here on Ike Live. Will you guys play with us? Is it Jeopardy? It's not Jeopardy. We've got a great game here in store for you, and we're going to get our very own Dave Brodzik to ask the questions. And this game is called What's the Correct Camera Shot for 
Fish My City Season 2. What's the correct camera shot for Fish My City Season 2? And what Dave's going to do is he's going to present to you scenarios that are going to occur in Fish My City Season 2. And you have to let us know which is the correct camera shot. And and Dave will give you three choices for each answer. And just like uh, Jeopardy with Robin Wendell, if you guys can get four correct out of the six, you will both win another Magnum Jigging Spoon Award. And I know how much you guys like the Jigging Spoon. So, Are you guys ready to play? Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it my best shot. I... Okay. Dave? Let the games begin. Scenario one. In this scene, Mike is fishing in a crowded women's lavatory somewhere in Russia. He is attempting to pull out a rare Russian deuce fish from the toilet. Nice. <laughs> nice. Do you guys right in the toilet. Do you guys use A a cowboy shot? B a medium shot? Or C, a long shot. <laughs> All right. I'm jumping right in on that. I'm going to go long shot. <laughs> long shot? Mike, do you, agree? do you agree? This is a team effort. Mike, do you agree with Tom on the long shot? Yeah, I'm going I'm to agree because if we go cowboy, you're not going to see where that um, where that fish is coming from. And so you need the long shot to show to show everything. Right, so you wouldn't see the trouser trout coming out of the toilet. <laughs> You'd cut right off where the trouser trout is, so you need the long shot. All right, Dave, is long shot correct? Uh, they're the experts. Remember, they're supposed to... Yes, yes. It is! Correct! <laughs> wow! First one's right. Okay. All right, Dave, question two. Scenario two. In this scene, Mike is in L.A. fishing for calico bass in the lush... <laughs> in the lush kelp beds just off the Pacific Ocean. After catching a monster specimen, spe specimen, Mike accidentally puts a treble hook deep in his finger and is yelling, F, F, F. You just, no, you can say fuck. It's okay. To correctly shoot this scene, should you guys use A, oh my God. close up, B, extreme close up, or C, a choker shot? Choker shot. A, Go ahead, Nelson. Jump in there. A, close-up. B, extreme close-up. C, choker shot. I go extreme close-up because you want to you want to see where that hook's sunk in there. So gotta go gotta go extreme. Tom. Okay, so I'm gonna go D. None of the above. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get the fuck off the boat so I don't get the rock. <laughs> That's the right answer. That's, <laughs> you are correct. Sir. That's probably the right answer. Correct. <laughs> Tom is correct on that one. Get the fuck off the boat. <laughs> Damn, I didn't realize there was a D, but there was a D. That was the one. All right, question three. Dave? In this scene, Mike is in Paris on the Seine River. In this scene. The Seine? Beck, how do you say it? The Seine? The Seine. The Seine. Dave's never been outside of South Jersey before in his entire life. So. Uh, other than Becky hailing from the Richmond elite, all the rest of the boat... <laughs> Are from South Jersey, just like me. We're not supposed to know how to pronounce that river. 
The <laughs> sin. Dad, sin. Sin. Dad, you're going to correct me. Highbrow, like you guys are highbrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to be helpful. All right. All right. In this scene, Mike is in Paris on the Seine River trying to catch a Wells catfish. First, he has to get bait. And he is running around frantically, trying to capture a live city pigeon to use as bait. <laughs> to capture this correctly, should you guys use A, an over-the-shoulder shot, B, a bird's-eye shot, or C, high-angle shot? <laughs> right? Nice. A, over-the-shoulder, B, bird's-eye, or C, high-angle shot? Tom? Let's see. I'm I'm gonna go high angle shot, Ike. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually add on to the high angle and say, uh, Nelson, you get this high angle shot on the drone, and I'm gonna be over at the bar with Wendell as you work this out. <laughs> Mike, do you concur? Yeah, uh, yeah, because I, I I Tom's my boss, and so yeah, he. <laughs> I, I, I make it look good, and Tom goes and has a beer with the producers to get us our next job. <laughs> Final answer, C, high angle shot. That is correct. <laughs> correct again. Oh my God. These guys are better than the These producers. These guys are better than Rob and Wendell. <laughs> Rob thought he was good at Jeopardy. Come on. In the next scene, in the next scene, Mike is in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, doing a city day. Mm. Interviewing people about fishing in the city. Mm. After spotting two, after spotting two aspiring prostitutes and asking them about catching trouser trout within the city limits, Mike is approached by two buff-armed drug lords and whisked away to be held for ransom. <laughs> in this chaotic scene, do you guys use a two-shot, b whip pan? Or C, Dutch angle shot. <laughs> All right, Mike, this is this is you. A, a two shot. B, a whip pan. Or C, Dutch angle shot. Uh, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the two shot because I want to see Mike crying uh, right next to his captives as he. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, weigh in on this one. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna part ways with Nelson on this one. I'm gonna go with a Dutch angle uh, shot. Wait for it now. Shot with a GoPro that's mounted in the getaway car, so we get it all. <laughs> Dave, the correct answer. Uh, both. Boom! Now you're right again! Oh my god! How does this keep happening? I'm really glad we split on that one, Tom. <laughs> That's these guys the, know the everything. Conquer, you know? I, Pete, I told you these are the best camera guys in the business. They're sharp. They're That's sharp what I'm guys. telling you. Alright, guys, two more questions to suffer through. <laughs> in, in this next scene, Mike is in his home city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and before fishing, in the historical Schuylkill River, the czar-like field producer makes Mike run up the art museum steps with his 200-pound flambeau mothership backpack in an attempt to recreate the famous Rocky scene. Shout out to flambeau. Shout out to flambeau. Well, you guys made me be all French on the one. I figured I wouldn't go wrong you on that. You want to stay French? Yeah. I want to stay in character. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? 
You guys will learn. For this shot, do you guys use A, establishing shot, B, master shot, or C, a title shot? A, establishing shot, B, master shot, or C, title shot? I'm going master shot. This is this just feels like the big shot right here. I Mike, agree? Running up the steps of a Rocky run up? D. The answer, the correct answer is D. You use a tracking steady cam shot because you're running up the stairs like the famous shot in Rocky, which was a one of the uh, first famous steady cam shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I want to be a steady cam operator. So it's D. <laughs> Always D. Okay, we have a D and a B, Dave. What's the correct answer? Uh, both. Both! I'm right again! Oh, my God! Dave, just, I cannot believe this. You guys should have played the lottery. You're you're an easy A, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not teacher to the whole to be bothered. I'm going to pay for Shut up. <laughs> teacher that wasn't want to be bothered. That's correct. Okay. A, A. <laughs> All right, this is the grand finale question, Dave. All right. What do we got? <clears throat> In this scene, Mike is in the city of Melbourne, Australia. Mike just landed a massive 100-pound GT on light tackle, and he is screaming like a child. As his local fishing guest, Sheila, who, by the way, is wearing a super skimpy bikini, places a few massive succulent shrimp on the barbie. In order to properly capture this moment, should you guys use A, rack focus... B, shallow focus, or C, deep focus. <laughs> okay, keep in mind, Sheila has a massive rack with a, skin, a skimpy bikini. A, rack focus, B, shallow focus, or C, deep focus. Can you pick each one? Is that an answer? A, B, and C, all the above? Dave? Correct. Correct! <laughs> Correct! <laughs> Mike, you don't even get the answer on this one! Hey, guys. Nelson's speechless! Guys, I have my own question. Maybe you can help me. After Mike make me, made me read all these questions to you, when I go home tonight, should I A, use a headshot? <laughs> or B, uh, a poisonous shot? <laughs> Slowly carve your eyes out. Feels like we're back on the bus here, Ike. <laughs> oh my God, it's like old times, isn't it? <laughs> well, I I gotta tell you that was uh, that was the best game I've ever heard. You guys got every answer correct. Perfect students. A perfect answer. A jig and spoon is in the mail your way. Uh, <laughs> but I, it was great. I, I, I want to tell you, honestly, this remi- it did remind me, Tom, I'm glad you said that, because it reminded me of this entire show, working with you guys. Dude, it was so much fun. I learned so much. You guys have created a beautiful, beautiful show. But, dude, at the end of the day, I had so much fun with you guys. I felt like I was hanging out with my best friends forever. Yeah. 
I, I can't thank you enough for the experience, man. It was awesome. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> oh, I think Dave's still back at the Barbie with the shrimp. <laughs> Dave's thinking of the third shot in case the other two don't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey, guys, for real, guys, what is a cowboy shot, technically? What is it? <laughs> Ask the girl back there at the Barbie. She'll let you know. <laughs> Hold on. You made that up? That's no. A, a cowboy, cowboy shot's an actual shot. Uh, Mike, help me. Nelson, help me with this one. It's a shot. A cowboy shot. Just below the knees up. Oh, okay. Just oh below the knees up. Yeah, popular in westerns. You couldn't use that shot with our Brian the Carpenter because he's hung like a freaking horse. <laughs> you need to, you know, see. That's like every and his knees look like beer glasses. So <laughs> Pilsners. <laughs> champagne, champagne flutes. Oh, guys, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show, man. I, uh, I had so much fun with you guys. Uh, before I let you go, Tom, you want to talk about anything you got going on? You want to give anybody a shout out? You want to talk smack on Rob while we're here? You got anything you want to say? Oh, I, I love my Rob. You know, I, I think uh, he had a big night last night. You know, he's uh, he has a big night every night. I'm just gonna leave that one alone. But anyway, uh, Mike. No, I, I I love working with those guys. I mean, you know, I uh, kind of seriously we. I think we worked so hard because we had so much fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there were some long days, driving long days on the boat, all that stuff. But, God, we had some great laughs. Dude, it was we just, had, we, we, had a, really we had a great time. It really did feel like you're just hanging out with your buddies. But we worked our asses off. I'll tell you, I've never yeah. been more tired staggering, staggering back into the hotel room every night than after the days we shot. And I, 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 ho- I hope I told you every day. And if I didn't, I want to tell you now, I appreciate you guys so much for working your ass off. You really did. And I appreciate that so much. Well, so, so did you. There was only one of you, and there was about seven of us. So uh, it, 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 was, it, was a great, it was a great effort, I thought. We had a lot of fun. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. I never got that. <laughs> uh, Nelson, you want to give a shout-out to anybody? You want to plug anything you got going on? I only get it once in a while. Uh, no shout-outs, no plugs. I, this is this is one of those crews that comes along, I think, maybe once every 10 years where everyone drives really, really well. And a lot of the times there's a, a pretty distinct separation between cast and crew. And it was super cool to be able to get to know you, Mike, um, on a personal level and to, you know, pick your brain between, ta- you know, between scenes and ask honest questions and really kind of, for me, uh, knowing nothing about fishing and for you to be very open to just stupid questions, you know, I'm sure <laughs> just being a layman, just not knowing anything, asking really dumb questions, but, you know, being comfortable to do so. And, you know, I, I told you throughout the season, like you really turned me on to fishing. And I think I, I really respect you know the efforts that go into fishing, and I, I, it's, I, I had a great time, and I learned a, a, a shit ton. So yeah, yes. it was, it was, by, by far one of the best shows of my career, and I'm not soon gonna forget yes. it. So. Wow. Yes, I appreciate yeah. that, guys. That really means that really means a lot. Now we're gonna yeah. let we're gonna let you guys fly, but before we do this, since this is a rare opportunity, this is the first time on this podcast, five years. 
This is how technically challenged we are. This is the first time we ever did a joint Skype. I want to let you know this wow. is a very special moment. Brian DeCarpenter, give me a full screen on this one if you can. Uh, I want you guys to do me a favor before we let you go. Um, Nelson, I want you to look to your right and lean in a little bit. Tom, if you can, look to your left and lean in, lean in a little bit. Yep, look straight that way. Now, I want you both slowly, as slowly as you can. No, no, I, no, no just, just try this. I want you both to slowly. I want you to pucker up your lips and slowly move in. On the count of three. One, two. Hold on, one sec. We practiced this last night, so we'll, we'll be fine. All right, on the count of three. One, two, three. Go ahead, pucker up and lean in, guys, slowly. Go. <laughs> oh God! Hey, you have it! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Woo! Oh, the first official <laughs> joint Skype kiss on a live. <laughs> oh man! Oh, Mike Nelson's getting tagged now. Look at him. He's gonna get what, bombed. What? What? What kind of shot was that? <laughs> what? That was the Key West shot. (laughs) Key West shot. (laughs) Wow. That was the Key West shot. Guys, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show, man. I, I, I really appreciate it. And I'm, I'm so proud of, uh, of the work that you guys did. I'm, I'm proud of our show. So thank you for coming on. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. You got it. Thanks, Mike. Tom and Nelson, everybody. Congratulations, guys. What did you think about that lean in? Wow. <laughs> nice the work, whole, dude, the whole time. It's funny. They were in different locations, yeah, 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 yeah. but they the, they matched up yeah. sort of, didn't it? It was, it was cool. And I just – I like was imagining the whole time them leaning in and kissing. <laughs> so to see it happen was I never was once great. thought you're, of that. You were, you're, <laughs> you were imagining that the whole time? I was imagining it the whole time. You were like Brady. I was actually hoping you know? that wasn't what you were leaning into the first second it started. Shout out to Flamboo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Flamboo. <laughs> Flambeau. <laughs> oh, no. Well, why not? You think they say flambeau? All right. Uh, you're also correct uh, on the scene. Um, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Brian, amazing. Brian the Carpenter. Shout out to flambeau. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Listen, hang in there. We got a no- whole other segment when we come back. Uh, we're going to be talking to the associate producer, Miss Alex, when we come back. She's going to have some great stories for us about the show. We also want to take a second to thank some more really amazing Ike Live sponsors. Want to thank Real Snot? If you want longer, smoother cast, go to realsnot.com. Use the promo code IKELIVE25. You will get yourself 25% off any of the Real Snot product. Also, Liquid Mayhem. Pete, it's late fall. Winter's coming. Scent is very, very important. I saw you use it. You saw me using it during Fish My City, right? Mm -hmm. You saw in, in London, dude, it made a difference. In that cold water, the pike, dude, they weren't eating. I had to slow roll that swim bait, put scent on, they ate it. Go to liquidmayhem.com, use the promo code IKELIVE25 for 25% off any of the great scents, including Nightcrawler, Leech, and Garlic Knot. That's right. <laughs> is that, that a new set <laughs> that I just made up? Yes, sir. Uh, and Pete also brought to you by Bash University. You want to tell everybody uh, any any good BU promos right man, now? Man, you know, we just uh, we got Try BU. Ten days free. Come on over and try Bass University. But I want to let you guys all know that at Bass University, we've got a new forum coming uh, where all of our subscribers are going to be ta- be able to talk to each other, talk to us uh, through our forum. That's going to be coming real soon. And uh, we just filmed with Paul Mueller 
Um, and we got some yes. great, amazing content using you swim baits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Using mm-hmm. swim baits, uh, using blade baits. Ah, and nice. and the same thing that these guys talked about with you is we dealt with Paul Mueller all week and he could not stop fishing. Wow. Could not stop fishing. He's and, hooked. He's an And addict. teach. He just could not put his rods down and, and just talk to the people to teach. And just just like you when you were down it's in New hardcore. Orleans, you got you to bring your fishing rod. It's hardcore. It's all, it, it's all Bash University. It's bashu.tv, guys. Come, come join us. Okay. Uh, Brian Carver will take a little break. When we come back... We'll do an MTB unboxing, and then we'll get Miss Alex on and talk a little bit more about Fish My City. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, shout out to Greg DePalma, who got the phone call on Monday. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he's he's all in. He's fishing the elites. Wow. Nice job. Greg DePalma. Yeah. Another South Jersey homie in the struggle. Yeah. Congratulations. That's so interesting that Bass I, I went think, down. I think it was the lobbying we did on Bass University Live for him. I, I think got him sure over to home. Might have been. Why are we applauding for his statistically probable bankruptcy? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we doing that? Like, Not anymore. Not anymore. They stepped up to payouts. Okay. Things, things are looking much Greg, better over there right now. Greg, that wasn't a disparage against you. I'm just saying, like, kind of. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. I wonder with Major League Fishing now int- I- I- announcing. Uh, no entries. Will bass come back and try to try to lower theirs or eliminate theirs totally? They're not, are well, they? Well, no, no. Historically, when something works and 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 it's well received, yeah, you you'll see everybody fall in line with it. And mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm sure bass is considering it as is FLW wow. moving forward. I'm sure they're considering. it. I don't know if it's going to happen this year or when. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Very interesting. Wouldn't that be cool? It'd be very cool. Well, they keep bleeding pros. All right. Yeah. Hey, well, uh, another. I did. I did just sign up for the Bassmaster Opens. You did. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. I'll be. Hopefully now that Greg's Central's or, or the, 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 the Eastern. 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 Now Central's that Greg's in the elites, maybe they'll let me in. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Okay. Awesome. All right, hanging over with us. We come back. More of the Ike Live Fish My City special. Sometimes the best fishing isn't out here. God, it's gorgeous. It's in the big city. I'm Mike Iaconelli. My friends and I grew up fishing the mean streams and rivers of Philadelphia. This week, we're in Miami, Florida. New Orleans, Louisiana. Taiwan! All you need is a waterway, a local... I'm ready. Let's go. ...and a little passion. A little passion, Mike. Hey! Fish My City with Mike Iaconelli. New series premieres Friday, October 12th at 10 on Nat Geo Wild. Uh, real snot. Been out on this pond for about an hour now. Uh, haven't had a whole lot of luck. We've had a couple blow-ups, but not getting a lot. So we thought we would try the new Java product uh, on this frog on the top water. Uh, it works great on jigs and other plastics, but we've noticed that when we do use it on top water, we get a trail in the water, the scent's in the water, and we're getting a lot more bites. So we're going to spray some Java uh, all over the frog. Apply from real snot to the raid, get it nice and wet, and then as I reel it in, it's gonna work its way through it. Okay, so now we got that scent in the water, and then we got the frog all juiced up with some real snot, Java. Let's see what happens here. There's one, there's one. 
So as you can see, that scent got around in this little area, this little pocket we're fishing, and sure enough, one came up and nailed it. Small one, albeit, but hadn't caught anything since we've been here for about an hour, hour and ten minutes now. There's one. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. Much better. Good little guy. Threw my frog. Man, they love this stuff. Right through the nose. This time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics, too. There he is. Another one. Next cast. And that would be number six. I'm addicted. I'll admit it. I'm I'm straight addicted. It might be bigger. You think so? Yeah. Mayhem on your crappy jig, and look where the stripers get it. You can't even see it, man. That might be a keeper. Four and a half inch drop shot worm, Bama bug. Finesse jig, PB and J, give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three aught, no, four aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerkbait and a stickbait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus. And he knows a lot about Calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, Four Places to Throw a Frog, exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Yeah. 